Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hey. Hey there, man. I'm excited to talk this week. Cool. And I'm I'm glad to I'm ambivalent. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad. I am glad that we can hear your uh, ambivalence through such a clear microphone. Um, Yes. And everyone should be able to hear the crisp, clean, dulcet tones of your voice. They definitely should, yes. With, With no fuzziness. Um, we got Seth a better mic, so now there should be no weird fuzzy or ringing noises ever, uh, just the occasional awkward bump if one of us hits our mics, which happens. It does. So how's your week for the most part, man? Let's... It's it's been alright. Yeah? Uh, Yeah. I don't know if I've gotten as much gaming in as I want, but that's because... I think after playing Spider-Man so much, I had to do a little bit of a break, but I still got some good gaming in, I think. Mm-hmm. Not not as much as I wanted. I really wanted to get Undertale, which came out on Tuesday. Yeah. And I just didn't. I I planned on it, but I didn't want to start it because I was still pretty deep into destiny which we'll get into right but what i did start playing this week was kind of a surprise to me um i legitimately went to play octopath traveler and i'm still not sure if i'm ready to pick that game up i really wanted to but when i started doing battles i just couldn't find a rhythm to where i would care And so I took it out and was like, what game can I play? What game can I play? And I realized because I glitched out and got frustrated and it came out with a a bunch of other stuff at at that time, I never got to the Donkey Kong adventure of Mario Rabbids because Mm -hmm. uh, the first mission glitched. And so I did start playing that. And it is a very good time so far. The comedy is very good. The music is good. The Really, the consistency of quality that flowed over to that DLC is uh, astounding. And I can't wait to see what that studio or that, that part of Ubisoft is working on because I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to see what Davide Soliani has uh, up his sleeve next. But, yeah. But other than that... Because we, I mean, I talked about that game for weeks before, so it's, I don't want to get too deep into that. I did, and Seth can chime in, I did finally play Gambit for, which is the new mode in Destiny, and it is as addicting as Seth claimed it is. Holy oh, yeah, crap. It is so good. Never before, besides, I mean, the only other game I felt like this in multiplayer was really Titanfall. Because you don't have to be good at PvP to help out in this mode, which is the best. Because in games like Destiny, it requires a lot of quick reaction to be good at PvP. And so you can just do the uh, PvE and fight the normal bad guys while the people that are good at PvP can invade the other side, uh, etc. And it's it's really fun. The the mechanic 
is it's like a I can't really detail it. It's I don't know. It's like you're building a big rocket to go over to the other side to to hit the enemies, which is fun. But your the rocket is bad guys. You're sending bad guys over to them. Yeah, and what are you talking about with a rocket? I don't know. I there's a game I'm thinking of, and I forgot about it in the middle of me talking about it. Oh, I'm thinking of Splatoon Two, which <laughs> with the where you collect the bubbles and fill up the thing, which is right. it's not fully related at all. But that's what I was thinking with the banking system. So yeah. you kill bad guys and you get these moats and you put them into a bank. And if you have five, 10 or 15, you can send over a small, medium or large blocker, which is a, which is a taken enemy that makes them not able to input any moats until they kill it. And you right. can stack blockers on top of each other. So it's, it can really cascade downhill if you aren't fast to get that blocker out of there. And you can't win until you defeat the boss of like you, once you get 75 moats put away, you get, you get a boss that spawns on your side and you have to work together to beat that while people are invading you. It's crazy. One of the most fun multiplayer modes I've ever played in my life, to be honest. I, yeah, it's, <laughs> It's very good. It's very hectic. Yeah. Uh, I haven't... I mean, it's very hectic, but in a good way, because you always feel like you're contributing, unless you die right. a lot. And then, yeah. I mean, that's fine. That but can happen. I I really want, and I have to message a couple people, shout out to Caleb, because I know he plays Destiny, but we, I really would like to get a team of four, because I feel like if we have a good amount of communication and we can kind of stack blockers. It's really easy to overwhelm the other team if there's good communication. And we were kind of just playing with randoms the other night. So I, I like it. I'm, I'm fully sold this, this game mode almost enough was worth a full DLC. If they had just done kind of a half DLC in this game mode, I would not be mad at all. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely a, a a huge addition to the uh to the game. Um and if if those of you out there have Destiny 2 but do not have the the expansion, uh Gambit's going to be free to play this weekend again. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I I bet you with Gambit being free to play for a weekend, there will be people that play it not thinking that, oh, it's just free this weekend, and it'll get sales. I would yeah. I would bet that, because it's it's so good. I love, I love the moment. So when you choose Gambit, there's this little video at the beginning where the drifter, who like flicks around this jade coin he has, and he tells you what enemies are going to be on the field. And then you're in this like ship where you can see the other four people that you're battling against. And it's really cool because you're all doing your emotes at each other and everything. It's uh it's funny. I really like that. That's probably even though it's nowhere near actual gameplay of PvP, it's one of the funnest parts to me to see what people do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's a very good addition. 
I I enjoy playing it. The let's see. The only other thing I can talk about that I played this week really was the Nintendo Online library busted out yesterday and I played some classic games on that and they all work like you would think they would. There's really no surprise there, but it was kind of fun to play Donkey Kong and Ice Climbers and stuff on my yeah. Switch. So I have some theories about where Nintendo could go with the Nintendo Online thing, but I'm I'm going to hold that back till we talk about it later because it did drop this week. So it's in our news section, but I want to hear what Seth has played. I have a feeling it's mostly Destiny, but I, I there might be a surprise in there. I don't know. Yeah, so I know that last week I said that I would have played Spider-Man by this time, but it I did not. I did not play Spider-Man. I only played Destiny. Um, <laughs> the, the game, it's, it's got its hooks in me once again. And, and that's fine, though, because that's something you shouldn't be ashamed of because it's genuinely good again. Yeah, it's crazy. I was reading an article about about um, like Bungie and and the games they've designed, and it, and it was mostly about how like the Destiny it draws back on on games their old games like Marathon and stuff like that. But I mean, part of it I remember he said that it it had with with Forsaken the game had captured the kind of um, the same kind of feeling that when it first came, when the original game came out. Um, and I don't know if, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say that, uh, because the, that uh, destiny year one of the first game, it was amazing. Like everything, when things were still broken, um, yeah. and everything was like brand new and you didn't really know how the game worked. It is, it's, it's, a, it's, is different going into it, um, into the new stuff because, uh, even when going into Destiny 2, you, you knew how the game worked and, and you knew what to expect from places, even if you had never been there before. Um, but it, it, it is, it's, it's become a lot more, a lot of fun to play again. Um, and it's, you know, there's, there's a ton of stuff to do. It, it helps that I didn't have any of the DLC stuff, um, from, from the, from year one. Uh, which which I've mostly honestly been doing. You you every time we play, you you chide me about how I have not progressed in the uh, the Forsaken story at all, which I have a little bit. But it's, which is, just, it's just, kind of amazing. It's amazing a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, it's just because there's I've been uh, obsessively going off and doing the the side stuff from the the previous two DLCs. Um, I finally got some of those those guns though, and so I can I can feel feel comfortable about moving on now um but yeah that's where i'm at i i honestly don't know when i'll get to spider-man because i don't know that i have enough time in my life to have two games that i will be completely absorbed in right um so i don't know we'll see maybe this weekend there's no uh ucf plays on friday so i should have the uh I should have the week most of the weekend free for that kind of stuff, but we'll see. So I will say I I want to maybe have a uh, Spider Man discussion. Your brother does listen to us. I caught him this past weekend because we went to lunch together, and I heard my voice come through his car speakers before he paused it, and mm. 
So I think it'd be really cool to have him on and all of us talk about Spider-Man when you do get a chance to play it. Yeah. So I think I mentioned that last week, but I, I want to reiterate the, the possibility of that mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. It, it would be good. I I would be remiss to mention that I did finish the Forsaken campaign and yeah. some of the stuff we talked about last week does get a little bit answered like motive and stuff like that. I don't know if I can necessarily tell you that's a satisfactory answer, but at least it's an answer and it was entertaining enough to play through. So that's fine. But I, I don't know. I am glad that this DLC added so much side stuff to do. And it's definitely, it definitely showed that the a story or like air quotes around a, the a story was there but it's not the main focus of the dlc right so i'm i think that there might be more to the a story than we think though and we can get a little bit into that later because we'll there's some other news related to destiny that's been happening this past week um as we mentioned but i want to get into some of the we are literally today is and we didn't want to I didn't want to have me and Seth put off recording because I don't know how much news is going to be released that's super important. But this is the day before Tokyo Game Show. So Tokyo Game Show starts tomorrow and it goes through the weekend. So there has been some pre-Tokyo Game Show news, which is great. We got a full three-and-a-half-minute Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer because the most of their booth is themed around Kingdom Hearts this year. So they must be fully confident that this game is coming out in I January. Mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure after after the delays it has to this has to be it. Yeah, we the trailer said the date again, so it was a reaffirmation and the whole booth someone snuck pictures from the show floor. Yeah. As uh this giant poster board of Sora sitting on a crown with, or sitting on a throne with a crown and stuff kind of lazily. And there's a giant Moogle over the Square Enix booth. And in big, bold letters that are lit up, it says Kingdom Hearts 3. So they are definitely drawing attention to that. Which is is good. Makes me... It's it's their, their huge thing. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. So I want to discuss some of the stuff that happened in this trailer because it showed us the first look at the Big Hero 6 world. Which Yeah, we we finally got it. I mean we I think we talked about it before that, you know, after all this time, it's finally here. And the world it looks really cool. Yeah, it looks and I me and said had a good little talk about the meaning of open world in video games. And this genuinely looks like it's a open world type experience that we could be getting. Like you're running up buildings, the map looks huge, you're flying around on Baymax. It's yeah, the, the um, scale is huge. Like I said, I don't know that it's it'll exactly be an open world game, but it is, you know, that's sort of a a ambiguous uh 
an ambiguous description. But for sure, the the the, I mean, it's going to be divided into different worlds as all the Kingdom Hearts games have been. But the worlds they look absolutely massive and like places that you could spend multiple hours in. Um, right. I remember seeing something way back that it was like each one of the worlds has is like the same size as as all of the worlds and and Kingdom Hearts one or two. Um, because I mean, you, you think back, and those those weren't those, they weren't very large. They it was a bunch of kind of small, smaller small places connected with with different corridors and stuff. Um, but it, and it definitely that's one thing this game seems to be eschewing that instead of doing the multiple um, kind of segmented areas, it seems like it's all going to be one one seamless thing. Uh, and and to do that, of course, they need to be a lot bigger. Um, but yeah, yeah, it looks great, and it's definitely one of the cool things about it. It is uh, the Big Hero Six. It's it's kind of a a locale that we have not seen because it's it's like a, a modern city, basically. Yeah, and it's it's one of the worlds that was first announced, if I remember correctly. I, I think it was announced alongside Tangled, and they just never showed it. And so. Yeah. But they have they have come out big. Um, that trailer, man. I I remember we I was we were I was at school. We were texting about it like in all caps over and over. <laughs> um, I uh, I in in one of my classes, I I was sitting next to this guy um, who saw that I was looking at my computer at Kingdom Hearts stuff, and we started to talk about it. And he's got a. Uh, He's got his own little group chat of people talking about Kingdom Hearts, and we just we kind of geeked out over it for a little bit. Oh, that's um, awesome! Yeah, it's I'm so excited for it, and I mean, you got it. Every it was like it was like that Smash Bros. trailer where they said everyone was here because just there's everybody's showing up. It's insane. Yeah, in this, in this trailer, like every single character that's ever been in Kingdom Hearts was in there. Um, you had we had a little tease of Roxas right at the end with the Keyblade, which was amazing. Yeah, it was um, crazy. Which they they foreshadowed the tease because Roxas's friends were talking to Sora. Yeah, which was nuts. Roxas's friends from Kingdom Hearts too. They're like, "We'll help you find Roxas," uh, which is, I mean, it's we've talked about it. it it's uh, at this point it's kind of impossible to have any idea what the story is going to be. I mean, you can make guesses at what the kind of overarching thing was going to be because we know who the bad guy is and it was a little, it was set up a little bit in the previous games, but from the stuff they showed it, it's just, it looks insane. Like I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. Yeah. And there's... One of the, one of the craziest things is that they, they showed off the box art and it has a character in it who was in the Nintendo DS game and only in that game and was supposed to have erased from existence and somehow she's back. Um <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know how that could ever happen. <laughs> that was um, the thing I texted you in all caps the moment I saw her on the box art. I was like, "Hold on. This makes zero sense." I know. <laughs> Shion should not be on anything. Like, she's not supposed to exist. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know. It it's great. I I'm so excited for this game. It's I I do want to note because you you said and uh maybe it's a surprise that they're holding out, I don't know. 
you said that everyone's coming back. I think the Tokyo Game Show trailer was really the trailer to pull this out, but they didn't, and I was kind of surprised that they didn't show any Final Fantasy characters. And I know that it's bloated with a lot of Kingdom Hearts characters now, but I figured that Tokyo Game Show would be where they would kind of push yeah. some of that in there, and they didn't. I don't know. I, wa- I mean, I'm not even sure that they're even going to be in the game. Um, I mean, I you would think that they would have to because of story reasons. Right. Um, but it, I, I remember hearing or reading something from the director that said that because there's so many, like there's there's so many original characters that they have moved, they've intentionally moved away from featuring the Final Fantasy characters, which is too bad. Um, cause I was, I was looking forward to seeing like some of the newer ones show up, um, spe- specifically from Final Fantasy 15, but I don't know that they'll be in there. Um, and we did have the great cameos of the world ends with you characters and Final Fantasy dream drop distance, and they're probably not going to be in it. I don't know though. So if you go back, I don't remember how long ago this was, but there was a, like this thing some leaker or something that came out and said that that um, Shibuya from The World Ends With You was going to be one of the, the worlds in this game. Um, that would be crazy. It would be crazy. I, I, I wonder if it would be a bit redundant with the Big Hero 6 world. Yeah, the San Francisco. Yeah, so I don't know about that. Um, but that was that was one thing that it was, it was talked about like, I don't know, it had to be like a year ago that information about that came out. Um, I don't know that any of the other stuff they said was wrong, but of course I don't. I don't remember all that stuff. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it's what do we got? Uh, we got like four three months, three, three months. Four months. Um, so there's certainly a time in there to get another trailer off. Um, we'll see. I almost don't want one. I feel like we've seen a lot, and which is odd because I'm really mad. I. You know, after saying for so long that we're not seeing enough, like now after this trailer, there's enough to have me super interested, but I don't want to go in feeling like I know too much. And and I know that it's showing like flashes of stuff. It's not necessarily cohesive, but I want there to be surprise worlds in there. And some... I mean, I don't know. It, it seems surprise worlds would be cool, but it seems that um, that would be be going against the trend of games like this. We just have to. I want a surprise world to blow me away, because I'm going to have to deal with a whole section of the game that's going to deal with Frozen. So that's where I'm at. I realized that today while talking to my friends about it at work. And I got really bummed that there's going to be at least like a five to ten hour section of this game probably that's going to be centered around Frozen. I I could see it being longer than that. <laughs> don't um, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not like it's going to be not fun though. Yeah, it'll be fun. It just man, I we are getting a Tangled World and we're getting a Pirates World, and I I yeah, it's. I, I would love, and this is my surprise world I want to show up, 
I I know it probably won't happen because the franchise is dead, but I want the Tron world to show back up. Yeah, the chances cool. of that are very little, though. Yeah, I think they 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 did they did the Tron Legacy story in in the 3DS game, so I don't know that it would be there. Oh, that's right, they did. Yeah. Huh. There's um, there's no other. I would like to see a Coco one, but I think Coco's too new. Yeah, Coco's probably so. too new. I mean, that would for the next game that would probably be a, a lock for that, or for the uh, the spinoff game that comes on Nintendo Switch. Oh yeah, there we go. We don't so the the, the last yet. trailer came out three months ago, so there is enough time in between uh, for 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 another trailer to drop for this. Um, so we'll see, but very exciting time for. Kingdom Hearts fans around the around the globe. Yeah, oh I'm, 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 I, I can't wait. I just remembered we're getting a Toy Story and a Monsters Inc. World. Yeah, there's there's a lot that I've forgotten that's coming back to me right now. Yep. So this game, and I I know we maybe have talked about it a lot, but this game is something that I mean, obviously, me me and Seth have spent literally hours listening slash watching YouTube videos of theories around Kingdom Hearts and just about the lore and all kinds of stuff. And I, I mean, I'm obsessed with it. It's so cool. I have the, I can't wait for it to come in and I'm going to, I'll take pictures of it, but I bought the replica foam keyblade from GameStop. Yeah. So That'll be neat to have in my little office, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's exciting. The, the next thing that I will desperately want, and I know they are probably never going to do it is to add kingdom Hearts stuff to the Disney parks. And they have just really strayed away from doing that and have never wanted to, it seems. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that it would, it would obviously be a cool thing for a certain amount of people. I don't know that it has the kind of global appeal. Um, I also don't know that matters. I mean, you know, people are still going to go to Disney and go on the rides, um, yeah. no matter what they're themed around. So I don't know. I don't. Yeah, but they're probably not going to do it because that wouldn't. I, I'm that would necessitate revenue sharing with Square Enix, and but who knows? Maybe, maybe one day. Maybe. So, speaking of classic PlayStation franchises, Mm -hmm. the PlayStation Classic was announced today, Ah. which is a kind of turn on the Super Nintendo and Nintendo Classic. Yep. And they're doing their own. Once again, Sony out here just straight up copying Nintendo. Yeah, after saying... You know, they were adamant that no one wants backwards compatibility. No one's going to play those old games. So let's charge them $100 for 20 of them in a little plastic case. I mean, that's like five five bucks each. It's pretty cheap, honestly. That you're is not, you're not You're not getting Final Fantasy VII anywhere else for that price. No, it's about, you're right, it's about 15 to 20 digitally anywhere. Yep. I mean, it's a cool thing, like, Sony clearly understands that there, there is a big market for, you know, these nostalgia-based hardware stuff. Um, it's a hundred dollars, though. It, it's it is significantly more expensive than the two Nintendo products. So uh, we'll see how that works. Um, 
But yeah, also it was. It's also strange that the controllers that come with it are not DualShock controllers, which is weird. Very um, weird. But I guess they're aiming for a like the original PlayStation era, the the PSX as it were, rather than the PS One. So, but, yeah, there's that. It does eliminate some of the best at least in my opinion, best PlayStation games, uh, and that it eliminates Ape Escape, which is a fantastic series, and that was one of the games that launched with the DualShock. So that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But it, it's crazy. So I was, uh, there was a couple tweets out there that detailed this, Seth, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't share them with you until now because I wanted your fresh reaction. So... What else do you think could really be on this that's considered a classic that isn't already being re-released? Because Crash Bandicoot and those games are re-released. Spyros yeah. are re-released. Right. So besides the the so the five games that they've announced are Final Fantasy VII, Tekken 3, Wild Arms, Jumping Flash. Ridge Racer Type 4, and there's they haven't, that's it. Which, those are five good games, but it, I don't know what else they could put on it that's, in my mind, an immediate classic from that era. Yeah, um, well, I don't know. Uh, ask me, Crash Team Racing is a must. You gotta put that on there. Um, we talked about uh, Final Fantasy VIII a little bit on the last cast. I think that should go on there. Uh, I doubt it will because Square Enix seems determined not to release that in any kind of fashion. Um, but I would throw that on there. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, definitely. Um, but again, that's one that, that's on a lot of consoles. So, I mean, you're right. I, I don't know. I didn't... Like, I didn't have uh, a PS1 growing up, so I don't know. Uh, I only know of some games. Um, like, Parappa the Rappa is one that I would imagine would be on there. Probably a Resident Evil, I just realized. Yeah. One of the one of the old GTA games, maybe. And Metal Gear Solid, possibly. I'm just yeah. looking at a list of PlayStation games. Tomb Raider? There, so there's games that could be on here. Yeah. But uh, the basically put Chrono Trigger and Xenogears on it, and I'll buy it because I need to play those games. Yeah, Chrono so. Trigger. Chrono Trigger would be an interesting ad since it was a Super Nintendo game first. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I think I did not know that until now. To be honest, really? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm being honest. I, I could see them putting Chrono Cross on there. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. Um, like, I don't, I don't, I don't have the the inform the information base, the knowledge base to be able to to tell you what I think should be on this, because I just didn't like I didn't play mo- most of these games as a kid. Put Mega Man Legends on there. Yeah, that'd be cool. I know we talked about that game a couple weeks ago when I mistook it for a Mega Man X game. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, there was also a lot of good friendly jabs from Nintendo fans that Sony is waiting to add the DualShock until Nintendo releases the N64 classic. Yeah. So <laughs> that was that was fun and good-natured. Now here's uh, one. Uh, Twisted Metal. 
Oh yeah. I I don't one. know why, but I only attribute Twisted Metal to Twisted Metal Black. Because yeah. that's the one I played on PS2. Yeah. So there's there's games. It just Yeah, I mean, it was a good console. Like it had a lot of good games, obviously. Yeah, I was all I mean, as people can tell on the podcast, I was more of a Nintendo kid. I mean I I played the PS2 more than I did the GameCube, but yeah, the PS1 uh, was heavily overshadowed by my N64 and Pokemon Stadium. So, <laughs> so okay, so probably definitely Suikoden two, because that's like one of the most beloved uh, RPGs of all time. I can see that being on there. Yeah, that's true. I'm just like going through a list of the best PS1 games. Because so. they could put on that one, um, that one really bad. Uh, what was it like that? It was a Final Fantasy fighting game or something. I don't know. Oh my gosh! Yeah, there's, there's games, there's games. So it's out on December third for a hundred dollars, and it comes with two controllers. Yep. So expect, uh, at least, I'm pr- I'm ninety percent sure Wild Arms is a fighting game. So expect. Maybe one more. So three fighting games. Wild Arms is an RPG. Oh, my bad. Oh, well. So we got to talk about the cube that fell into the lake because it was a big event today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone everyone went on the internet to watch it. (laughs) The the Fortnite cube decided to roll over a couple buildings and tilted towers and go into Loot Lake. And now Loot Lake is a giant purple bouncy puddle. Yep. So frankly, it's better off, honestly. Loot yeah. Lake is a pain to get through. Exactly. So I mean, why not bounce through it? It'll be more yeah. fun. I I mean I I love that this game I know that people complain that too many kids do the dance. Let kids have fun. Don't be a spoil sport. I know, but, it's just dancing. Yeah, it's just dancing. But Really, I love that this game gives people a reason to talk about it besides the fact that it's popular. They are doing weird stuff with their map all the time, constantly changing it. I know I've said this on the podcast before, so it's not like it's new sentiment, but people have been wondering for weeks where this cube is going to go, and it's kind of just been slowly moving through the map. Yeah. And it's it's great. I... I live for stuff like this that brings the community together and for a positive reason. Like the fact that a hundred people spawn into a game and aren't killing each other, they're doing it to watch this cube roll into a lake is hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's fun. It's good natured fun. Go enjoy Fortnite occasionally. It's a good nighttime game before you go to bed. But we, I want to get into something that I'm buying. I think it comes out in two weeks. Uh, but I'm ready to play it with you, Seth. And that okay. I'm picking up Dragon Ball Fighter Z for the Nintendo Switch soon. Oh, yeah. It comes out, That's I believe, the 28th. Out. Yep. And they announced today, with a little teaser, the last DLC character for it. And it's going to be 17. Oh, yeah. He left a note on the Dragon Ball Fighter Z Twitter to go ten and trunks to watch the animals for him while he's away. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so 
that's everyone pretty much knows that that's going to be him mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it'll be fun. I I like 17 a lot. He's a really cool character. Really shined in the ultimate the tournament, tournament arc of power. they just did. Yeah, the tournament of power. And so I'm excited that he's joining the game. They don't have a release date yet, I don't think, but it's rumored that him and Cooler will be dropped on the same day. Yep. So I'll have to buy the season pass for that when I buy the game because it's not just going to come with the Switch version. Yeah, got to get all those characters. All the Gokus. Yeah. (laughs) All the Gokus and all the Vegetas. (laughs) And then all the characters in between. Yep. So uh, was there any news that you had before I keep uh, invading people's ears and not giving you time to speak? Uh, No, nothing nothing that I can think of. So you, you continue. All right. Let's talk about the Destiny raid that neither uh, of us have gotten to play. No, we have not. <laughs> because the light level, uh, we we haven't even gotten to where we can get to the raid. One. And two, people, it took them a long time to beat it, the first team. Yeah. I mean, props to them. But... It was the, the, longest, um, the longest raid first playthrough that, that has happened. Um I wonder, I, I think, if, I don't know that the, the raid is, like, itself a lot longer. I, I know that, the, like, the, I think players were a lot more underpowered for it coming in versus the other ones. Um, and it must be that, you know, Bungie must have cooked up some, some new mechanics to use in it. Um, so, yeah, it, um, it was a marathon. Pretty crazy. I don't know that I could um, sit in front of doing the same thing over and over for 18 hours, but, you know. <laughs> 18 hours and 48 minutes till they hit the completion screen. Yeah. That's cl- why that's why I'm not in one of those clans. Yeah, Clan Redeem was the first and only 18 players completed the raid within the first 24 hours. Man. So only 3 raid teams beat it in the first 24 hours. Not a lot. <laughs> not a lot of people. But we so only even needed after video was out there. We only needed the one team for for the rest of the community to reap the benefits, of course. Exactly. And so that's that's really cool. And there could be more that we don't know because there's so much hidden stuff in this DLC. But a new right. strike was unlocked, a new heroic mode mm-hmm. for the Blind Well, which is a mode inside the Dreaming City, and a new Gambit map was added. Yep. And so something that me and Seth kind of talked about was a bummer was the fact that the Dreaming City has changed visually because of the raid, and we never got to it before the raid was finished. So we don't know what it looked like before. It's too bad. Um, It's also kind of strange when you think about it. Like, this is a, a whole area that was designed to look one way to only for it to be that way for like a week after after the release of the the expansion which is kind of crazy that they would that someone would put that kind of work into it for for something like that right um, they they did say before cuz i remember reading a couple interviews that the dreaming city is going to be constantly evolving right. and growing as it goes but for it to change literally a week and a half after you drop it is insane yeah, it's kind of crazy, but I guess, you know, that's just sort of the way it is with, with a game that is a live game, or, you know, whatever you want to call it. 
why my Apple Watch decided to start speaking to us. <laughs> oh, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I guess Siri decided to pick up what I was saying. Hmm. So, thank you, Siri. Yep, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it'll be fun to watch. Uh, that's, you know, so the one main problem with me uh, that I ha- have having waited so long to, to beat the story. Um, but it'll be cool to see how it evolves in the uh, the coming weeks. I wonder what kind of stuff is going to happen to to change it. Yeah. I don't even know what it looks like, honestly. Yeah, we haven't oh, we haven't gotten there. I'm still doing the quest line to get there. So, yep. We have alongside with the trailer a box the box art was announced, which we talked about. Yeah. And NES Online dropped, which you you got it, right, Seth? I did not actually. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, so I'll give it a quick rundown. It works like any other online subscription where you get it in the eShop and it's there. I mean, it it grants you access to the internet. It's just so that you can also have this little library of games. There's 21 games. There's like Ice Climbers. There's a wrestling game. There's a bunch. Dr. Mario, Yoshi, the original Mario Bros, all that stuff. And it's all downloaded and it runs very fast and I haven't had any issues with it. So I don't I don't have too much more to say besides that if you like classic games. I do have a small theory with this though. Right. In that eventually they will add layers of price to this and you'll get other games. Mm. Like It'll be, it's $20 a month for the base online access and you get access to NES games. And then maybe it'll be like $30 a month and you get access to... Not a month, a year. Thirty. Well, okay, $20 a year and then $30 a year or they'll up it to, they'll do 40 So 40 a year for like Super Nintendo games and online access, like stuff like that. But that could also not happen at all. I was just thinking yeah. about that the other day. I mean, that's that's certainly wishful thinking. Um, I would, you know, one would hope they would eventually come out with the Super Nintendo games. But who, who the heck knows? Um, yeah. The reason I have not got it, honestly, is because like I haven't, I haven't really had the the urge has not struck me to want to play a Switch game online. Um, I'm sure at some some point down the road I want to get back into Mario Tennis, so I'll get it or at least get the the free trial. Uh, there are also some. There's apparently some other features that um, that people found out about on release. There's they're doing this thing that you can um, for any title that you bought digitally, you can play it on a on another console, um, which is what? cool. You have to be logged into the. You have to like have an internet connection while you're doing it, so you can you can. You register one Switch console as your base console, and then you can like log in on other ones and and be able to play your games on that, which is which is useful um, and good to know. And also, they talked about um, with the release of it that the the app was finally going to get more features. And apparently, it it now like it it the voice chat thing allows you to 
chat with random people that are in your in your game. Hey, which look is, at that. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the last the thing point. you would expect Nintendo to do on a game. <laughs> but, hey. So that's really cool because especially, like, say I forget my Switch at home and we want to play the Jackbox games, which has happened. Mm-hmm. I can just log into your Switch and boom, they're there. Yeah. Because those are digital. Yep. That's great. It huh. is great. I, okay. I'm on board with that. That's neat. That's fun. Good. I like it. I have nothing negative to say about that. Yeah. I haven't tried uploading my clouds, uh, my saves to the cloud yet, so I don't have any comments on that functionality. Yeah. So. Interesting that you have to choose to create a cloud backup. It's not an automatic thing. Yeah, you would think, but it is what it is. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's an online service. I guess... People have a lot to gripe about about it, um, but it is cheap. Uh, really cheap if you think about it. Um, yeah, and and with the the selection of games increasing, that could be cool um, for for other stuff. And you know, the NES games online. I guess I don't know. My biggest issue with it is that like it's not gonna fix the connection issues because because that's like. That's all internal stuff. All these games are still still using the same kind of connections that people have issues with. And like Nintendo just because, you know, they are they're playing catch up on on these online online programs. They're not like Sony and Microsoft who have been working and iterating on these for a long time. Um and that already have the infrastructure to make to make good online pro- online, you know, offerings and have the, the the stuff work um so i don't know that's it it it's just kind of hard to from from a, from one perspective like i'm probably going to get it eventually but it's hard to justify paying for this online service which is it's sort of not guaranteed to work all the time yeah i can i can see that and i i don't disagree with it it's it's very weird to me that the online quality differs so vastly per game so games like splatoon run near flawlessly i i don't think i've ever had a lag or breaking issue with splatoon to be honest and if there was i didn't notice it but when it came when it comes to like playing the couple of times we've played mario tennis online or the couple of times I've tried to play Mario Kart online, it's not always bad, but there's definitely times where you notice that something isn't right. Yeah. And it's Yeah, I mean poor. famously when they when they had the demo of like the pre release demo of Mario Tennis, it was like the it the 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 lag was unbearable for a lot of people. Yeah. So I don't know, I mean and that's just it's not something that happens in other in, in games on other consoles. Um, you know, for as as much as many problems as I have with Destiny kicking me off, which it did today. Again, I got to wave seven of an escalation protocol and it kicked me out. <laughs> I was oh, so gosh. mad. Um, and but that's really the only game on Xbox that I have problems with. Um, but both my 
my experience on Xbox and PS4 online, I've never had as consistently issues the way I have on on Nintendo consoles. Um, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know. There's the only thing that can fix it is them having time and experience working on this stuff. Yeah, and they're getting it. So hopefully it'll just get better. Hopefully. What can you do? Uh, the only other news I had, because we're speaking of online games, is that Red uh, Rockstar came out and decided to talk a little bit about Red Dead Online today. Yeah. So they're going to be launching that November or December of this year. After the game comes out, of course. No player count or anything yet, but it is going to be a persistent online world, kind of like GTA Online. All the DLC is going to be free, I'm pretty sure. That way they don't splinter the, the base anymore, and they can keep getting money from you with the money microtransactions. So. Yep. I'm sure there will be some sort of shark card thing or whatever for you to buy so you can get a better yeah. horse or something. <laughs> shark skins <laughs> I, that you can yeah, yeah, you trade I, in. Listen, I and maybe it's just because I I don't know why I'm so turned off from this game, but I just it'll be fun. I just don't know if I care right now. I've got too many other good games I'm thinking of right now that it's hard for me to put a slow western game into my scope you know what yeah. i mean I suppose, there's yeah. because now i mean i got i was watching gameplay videos of the the blackout mode and i hate saying i'm excited for that but the it looks really good and it looks really smooth and the grappling gun in it looks crazy yeah to use and i'm i'm excited to see that in action and try it and I always love the the zombies modes and black ops and stuff like that. And I mean there's there's other stuff coming out this year that I care about that it's going to be maybe a little difficult for me to find time for such a big game like Red Dead. Yeah. But I hope I I hope I do. I don't want to be down on it, but it just seems like it's going to be too slow for my tastes right now yeah it's but that's right now it's definitely a different style of game um i don't know i i remember reading this news and i don't know why i didn't think there was going to be an online mode but um for some reason i didn't i i it was not even in my mind that they were going to do a gta online style thing but i guess you know with the the amount of success uh monetarily they have had with with gta online it was kind of inevitable so did you play the original Red Dead no, Redemption? No, I did not. So their online mode for Red Dead Redemption was basically the precursor for GTA Online. Oh. It um it didn't have as many players. I think it had only up to 6 in the right. same world. But yeah, you could run around with your uh I mean your posse or whatever the, it was with called, your gang with your gang and cause a bunch of havoc. I remember me and a couple co-workers back, because that's back when I was working at GameStop, they tied me up and attached me to their horse because they felt like being jerks. <laughs> and they they dragged me through the West. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it definitely was a bit of a the precursor to the GTA Online game. Yep. And I, I didn't realize that until I was reading the interview and they mentioned that 
you know, the idea for GTA Online kind of sprung from that, which makes sense now that I look back at it. So, yeah, they said their biggest mistake with Red Dead, the first one, though, was that they splintered the player base with the DLCs because they made the map bigger only for people that bought the DLC and stuff. Right. So, which they've learned now not to do that. So, other than that, I I don't have too much other news besides the fact that I'm I'm really excited to keep this going. We're reaching the fun part of the year in my opinion where it's going to start being less news and more gameplay talk if we have time to play games. <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> but uh you know, we we're always going to try to bring you the best quality stuff and uh, we do I genuinely enjoy doing this every week and I'm pretty sure Seth does. Yeah. Because he keeps doing it and he doesn't do anything he doesn't like. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> can't make me. Yeah. So I do want to say that hopefully within the next two weeks, I'm bringing I'm speaking this out into the world, Seth. I want to go play the Halo Dave and Busters game with you. All right. So I think we're going to try to make a trip to Orlando to see you to make that happen. Because I want to talk about it on the pod, and I know we have it in the Orlando (laughs) one. Yeah, okay, that should be fun. And I want to bring up the special anniversary. This is the, I believe, nine-year anniversary of me beating Halo Reach on Legendary Solo. Yeah. Because I posted about it on Facebook, and it showed up in my memories. Yep, so I saw that. Rip, George. Mm-hmm. We miss you. I miss that game so much. Yeah, give but, us an HD version already. Yeah. <laughs> give us that for the holidays whenever. Or yeah. make it backwards compatible. I don't care. Please. 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 <laughs> All right. So until then, we'll see you next week. Bye. Adios. Go Jags. Go Jags.